Welcome to SelfDiscoveryWisdom.com, formerly known as SelfDiscovery Media. On these podcasts, you're going to hear people who speak from the heart. They've taken the journey in life. Many things have happened to them, but they've changed it to happening for them. And in their strength, their courage, they've discovered their abilities and their wisdom, and they are now sharing it here with you. Do enjoy each show. We bring it to you with love and knowing that it's going to help you on your journey of life. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Building Your Business right here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Heidi Stock. Um, we're going to be talking about the kind of beautiful thing about discovering yourself and she has a podcast which she calls Be She and I liked mm. that title and talking about that today about being yourself being, you know, being the empowerment of yourself she said she started her entrepreneurial journey six years ago while she was going through a divorce you know, those divorces are always a pivot in a new direction she had previously been a stay-at-home mom and needed to financially find, uh, find a way to take care of herself her kids animals and home However, one thing that was was non-negotiable for her is she wanted to be home with her kids. And that was her why. Her why made her cry. And she came across an opportunity to learn how to become a coach online helping others. She believed that this was the opportunity for the uh, to provide with financial support and be able to stay at home with the kids. And she worked two jobs while she was building a business. Since she started her business, it's evolved from being a transformational success coach to a business strategy coach. This is for women who are going through challenges and adversity and have a calling on the heart to make a difference for others. She uh, had a big fear of being or don't, sorry, let me get that right again. She have a big fear of being seen or heard or not being seen or heard. And when she started her business, which held her held her back, she wanted to support and empower women to shine their light in the world and build successful businesses so they can create that life they've always desired for themselves and their loved ones. Um, she is a strategy and leadership coach, an author, a speaker, a host of Be She podcasts, which I love that, which is Be Seen, Be Heard, Be Empowered beautiful. She has been featured on Fox, ABC, NBC, CBC, the Daily Herald, and many, many more. And so clearly she's hit her stride and she's really going in the right direction. And, you know, as hard as a pivot of a divorce is, you know, to actually have a divorce, but, but then be put on the right path is actually quite extraordinary. And it's come such at a perfect time because a, a young friend of my daughter's today has just announced she's getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, she's in that transition. I've, I've got to find work. I need to stay at home with the kids. This is for her. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the entrepreneur that wants to stay at home. But it's kind of making lemonade out of the lemons, isn't it? You know, some people do get crippled by the divorce and because their identity is so wrapped up in mm-hmm. the identity of being a missus. That I think one of the things is, 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 you know, coming out of a divorce and looking at your path to, to be empowered is who are you now? You're not the same person that got married. You have kids. You've evolved. Who are you now? What do you have in your arsenal bag right now? And where do you really want to go? And we really need to pause and ask ourselves those questions, don't we, Heidi? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Uh- 
Thank you, Sarah, for having me. And um, I'm so grateful to be here and have this conversation. And what amazing intro. <laughs> so thank you. Um, yes, I. it's really important to ask yourself these questions. And that's where it starts. So whenever any challenges arise, whether it's going through a divorce, and I feel for your daughter, is it your daughter's friend? It's my sharing? daughter's friend, yes. Yes. Um, it's scary. And it was very scary for me, especially because I, like I said, I was a stay-at-home mom. I did work for a nonprofit, but it mm -hmm. wasn't an income that could sustain right. me and I could work from home and I could do it. It was five to 10 hours a month, like yeah. nothing. Right. So when I was going through this, I was really, really scared, very nervous. How am I going to provide for myself and my kids and keep a roof over our heads? And I, we, we had five animals at the time. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of responsibility big and a family. lot of pressure. <laughs> mm, a big family. Yeah. yeah. So, so asking yourself those questions and really tapping into your vision, which I love that you like you asking those questions really helps you get clear on your vision. And we we can't get anywhere without knowing where we want to go. So it's really important. The first thing is really tapping into what does your vision look like for you and your life for your life. And if you have children on top of that, mm -hmm. what does your vision look like for you and your children and in your and your life? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we, as I said, we get very wrapped up in the identity of being the missus. And now suddenly mm -hmm. that identity is not there anymore. The partnership is not there anymore. And it's, um, and I think kind of one of the first and foremost things is, is knowing who are you before you know why or where you want to go, because we're not the same person as when we put the ring on it, you know, it will mm -hmm. became a mother or anything else. It's, it's like knowing who you are really taking a good look at who you are and also maybe what you have um, not paid attention to along the line. You know, you've sacrificed for, for, the, for the marriage or in trying to make it work, you've bent over backwards. And it's now, it's now time for you to kind of come forward and stand straight and tall in who you are. But you can't see that vision for yourself. You don't know the path before you until you know who you really are in the now. Mm -hmm. Very true. And that was, that's a journey mm -hmm. and a process. And I want to share that because it's not something that you're going to get clear on in one day. No, it's in, and so give yourself grace. I, I know that like we can, it's easy for us to compare ourselves to others, especially if we're going through a divorce or something mm -hmm. like a big transformation like that. Cause we could feel like a failure. Yes. Amongst other fa families that are, you know, they're married, especially for my kids, they were very young at the time. So their friends, all their family, all their, their parents were married. So it was easy for me to go, or I could have been like, I'm a failure, mm. you know, and, and cower back and, yeah. you know, and, and, and kind of hide. Um, and instead I'm like, no, I get to figure out where we're going from here. Mm. So just having some goals and having a vision of where I wanted to go, that helped me also figure out who I was yeah. because you're right. When we're married, that's an identity. When we're, yes. when we're a wife, that's part of our identity. When we're a mom, that's part of our identity. And we can lose the identity of a woman mm. along yes. that journey because we're so busy taking care of so many people besides ourselves that we tend to put ourselves in the back on the back burner, which I did. Mm -hmm. And that was something that over the years, I got to learn how to put me first mm -hmm. in order to, and take care of myself in order to be able to take care of my kids and also take care of my business and take care of my clients. Because if I wasn't taking care of myself first, like put yeah. that oxygen mask, and I know that we all hear it mm. and it can sound cliche, but it took me years to really believe that yeah. and understand that and go, you know what I do? Because it felt selfish to me. Mm -hmm. It felt I selfish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
and but, I mean, that's but part of the culture that's taught us that it's selfish right which is yes no, it's it's self-care absolutely and I now I see it as selfless so yes. I, tr- I transitioned from selfish to selfless but it was a it was a journey mm. and I now think of self-care self-care was a big challenge for me. And I'm Mm. not going to, I'm not going to be, I'll be transparent. I'm not going to hide it. It's still a process for me to make sure that I'm prioritizing self-care and self-care to me equals self-awareness. The more that we're taking care of ourselves, then the more we're becoming self-aware of what our needs are. And once we can recognize when we're getting overrun or overworked Mm. or overdoing it. And we need that, that like red light or that yellow light starts flashing and goes, Whoa, it's time to like step back. And how can you take care of yourself in this moment? Um, But that journey of really learning who you are is, is, is a process. And yes, we like, I lost that identity of wife. Mm -hmm. I lost that identity of wife. And it's still something six years later, I'm still navigating Mm -hmm. as I'm moving, like learning how to, um, you know, getting, getting into the dating space right? Yes. That's a new, that's a new identity now. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, um, I, I'm a, a mother and a grandmother and a divorcee. Um, the thing is when you get divorced, you're not single in the way that you remember single because BC before children, you know, and now mm-hmm. you have children and a whole load of animals running around and you've got the big R now responsibility. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're not sharing that responsibility necessarily. It depends on, on how amenable the, the divorce is. But it is, uh, it feels like it's on your shoulders. And it's so easy to go, well, as long as the kids are okay, it doesn't matter if I suffer. And it was, you know, it's actually my kids that pointed that out on me. This is enough, mom. Mm-hmm. This is enough. Time mm-hmm. to put yourself first. And it's hard to do that when you've got little faces looking at you. Right. Yeah. But if you don't and you burn out, uh, and you're tensing up and you're always and anxious and overwhelmed and and everything else you're going to go down that spiral that uh, depletes you and does not serve them and how can you run a business that way you ha- you can't you have to fortify yourself you have to say okay no to certain things just do the bare minimum that you have to do and that other time is invested in you because in that discovery of you and who you are now and where you want to go, how do you know what the passion is? How do you know what the vision is if you're so crunched down in anxiety, right, or in, in duty? So it is important to oxygenate yourself. It is important to, for that self-care because as you step into that, those little epiphanies come up of the vision that you want and go, you know, that's a great idea. That is something that's needed. Is this a path that I can take? Because from always the sorrow, you know, comes tomorrow. So, you know, it's a, it's it's something that will show us the way if we're willing to uncrunch and open up. Absolutely, I love that. That is amazing, Sarah. The the from tomorrow from the sorrow comes tomorrow. I I love that. That's, I've never heard that before, and that's just brilliant. I've never to said me. it before, so I don't. Just <laughs> came out and see it's flowing from you. It's flowing. It's beautiful. Uh, and I want to say it's a ama- it's really beautiful and special how your your children were that aware to like yeah. bring that to. But well, they were your, older, obviously. To, you know, to, yes. they were teenagers. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, but yeah. but don't don't undermine the little children. Mm-mm. Right. Never undermine. They know a lot. Them. Oh, my God. Do they pay they attention to them? Because even if they can't say it in words, they're saying it in action. Right. And mm-hmm. 
but it is important, isn't it, that how can you serve them? How can you serve any business? How can you serve a vision if you're still in the turmoil? So it's taking those breaths and doing that work to get into that peace space. Because, you know, I, everybody that's really good at what they do today, it came from some form of sorrow and them seeing a need that they needed that they now apply. They've applied to their lives. Now they help other people apply it to their lives. Have you found mm -hmm. that in your transition from being, you know, the transformational coach to the business coach? It's something you saw that was needed that you decided to take that path. Absolutely. Actually, my clients were the ones that needed that. I was working with female women, uh, women who were moving through a transformation. They wanted to set goals and they had these specific goals that they had for themselves and they were all different. Mm -hmm. And they were all beautiful and amazing and specific to them. And we would move through those goals and they would start achieving them because that's my job is to help yeah. them make sure that they stay on track, hold accountable ability for them and get them to achieve them. And most of them, not all of them, the majority of them wanted to start businesses. That was where that evolution yeah. came from. So I tell everybody, when you're starting a business, no matter where your, your starting point is, just be open to the journey because you mm. never know what's going to, what doors are going to open and how yeah. that's going to evolve. And where you are now today doesn't mean you're going to be here in two years. Doesn't going to be, doesn't mean you're going to, it's going to look the same as it does now in two years or five years or even 10 years. Yeah. Um, but my clients wanted to start businesses. So, and they wanted to continue working with me because they saw me build my business. Yes. So that I, that's how my evolution happened, where I went from goal setting and transformational coach into business strategy coach. Yeah. And I still work with female entrepreneurs. It's, it's deep in my heart mm. because that was something that I needed to figure out when I was going, yeah. when I was moving through my divorce, I was working two jobs as I had started my business. I found coaching online and I know that it was sent to me for me to mm. find that. Cause I didn't even know it existed mm -hmm. because my why was so, was so strong. And I, I, you shared when you introduced me that it was a why that made me cry. And I tell all my clients, when we onboard, when I onboard new clients, we get deep into their why. Yeah. And many, most of them will say, I want to make money. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's That's awesome. I want to make money too. So do you, mm -hmm. everybody wants to make money, but it gets to go deeper because at the end of the day, entrepreneurship, the journey is not easy. Nope. If anybody tells you it is call them out on it because it's not, you better run because it's not. <laughs> I'm the first one to say it, yes. but we can simplify the process. But yeah. when we, when those tough days show up for us and they will, mm. they do, when they show up for us, we need to know what our why is so we yeah. can reconnect to it to keep yes. it going. And my why, and that's where it gets to tug on our heartstrings and it gets to bring tears to our, our, our eyes. And that's why I say, find the why that makes you cry. And when I ask you that why, if I don't see emotion, we keep going. We keep going yeah. till the emotion starts coming forward because that's what you get to reconnect with to make sure that you're going to stay on this path. 90% of businesses fail. And I'm I'm determined to change that number, to decrease mm -hmm. that number. And my why that kept me going during the hard times, and this has been six years, I've had many challenging times along the way. We all will, you all mm -hmm. we all do and will, mm -hmm. was knowing that. I wanted to be home with my kids. I yes. wanted to be able to take them to school. I wanted to pick them up. I wanted to be able to take them to their activities. And I wanted to be able to have that flexibility. If my child call, calls me sit, you know, yeah. hurt or sick from school, which happened two days ago, mm -hmm. I can, I have the flexibility to go pick them up. Yeah. Exactly. Things. Because mm -hmm. first and foremost, we, you know, a mother, that is a full-time job. 
People don't realize that. Being a parent is a full-time job and they don't keep nine to five hours, right? They're 24 seven, right? So unless somebody takes them off your hand for a weekend where you've got reprieve, you know, they're there all the time. And so, Mm -hmm. yes, we have to be flexible to their needs because they're not out to get you. If you, you know, it is just life, you know, sickness happens, this happens, you know, everything happens. And so we have to be flexible because if we're not, you know, we're going to break. So we've got to learn how to bend, which is really important. But, you know, I call these the why shows. Why are you doing what you're doing and whom does it serve? And I would say the best teachers are those that have learned the lesson along the way. Um, whether they've been taught it, whether they discovered it, they've learned, you know, what works for them. And this is what they're sharing with others. And that's the important thing is um, your why becomes, I want somebody else to get through this quicker than I did, or, you know, discover Mm -hmm. faster, step into that awesomeness, you know, because that's the exciting part. When you see somebody, as you said, they suddenly connect with their why why do I want to do this? My heart is in it. My emotion is in it. You can feel everything about them rise up in their energy, right? Mm -hmm. And the enthusiasm and the emotion that comes in behind it. When you've got that kind of emotion, that's the kind of why to start really investigating. Because if it moves you, it's going to end up moving other people. Absolutely. And there's first, so for me, there's two whys. And I'm glad you brought this up because my why to keep my business going when I started what and to keep pushing forward and persevering was my children mm-hmm. was having, so I could stop working two jobs and stop yeah. running that rate rat race and be home with them. And also I wanted to be an, I wanted to be a role model for them. Yeah. Their world is so much different than our world was. Yes. They have so many more in, in so many more, in my opinion, and different opportunities than we had. And I want to show, share with them. Like if you have a dream on your heart and you want to do something, go after it, you can do it. And if I was running that rat race consistently and working two jobs and not being able to do, be there mm-hmm. for them, in the way that I wanted to and going after my dreams of creating this, this, this business, this, the empire, I will call it that I want to create and legacy, then they may, they may not have, they may not believe that they can do it themselves and go after their dreams. Now, working with female entrepreneurs, the why that drives me there and gets me fired up and gets me emotional is that if there's a woman out there that has a calling on their heart and yes, they're, they're a wife, right? They're a wife or they're a partner. They've got children. They're, they're, they're juggling all the hats, right? Cause we juggle Mm. a lot of hats. They're also a sister. They're a daughter. Mm. They're, they're, they're an aunt, whatever those roles are. If they have a calling on their heart, I don't want them to, to crush it because they, they, they feel like I have all this going on first. I, I need to take care of everybody else. My dream can wait or it can, it can, it can be put down. Absolutely not. And I want to make sure I want to empower women that if you have a calling on your heart and you have a message to put out there, I don't care if you're an introvert like me and scared to death because that's what I was. Mm-hmm. I want to support you in getting them there no matter what it takes. So that's what fires me up every day to help female entrepreneurs build businesses that they truly love and are yes. passionate about not building just because you want to build one, build it. That's because it's truly a calling on your heart that, you know, you can make a difference for, for someone else in this world. And I want to share with them that the belief, if they don't have it in themselves, I'm here to believe in them more than they do to say, somebody's yes. waiting for you. Somebody's waiting for your message. Let's get it out there so you can help others. So they're not staying stuck because somebody's if you're not putting it out there, mm-hmm. somebody's staying, somebody yes. is staying stuck. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you mentioned like the money. Yes, of course. 
you know, we all need money, roof over the head, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the money per se uh, should never be the goal, right? It's mm -hmm. the it's the byproduct of what you're okay. doing. When you change the dialogue to I want to enrich and help people become abundant, the money will follow, right? The, and it's like, it, what are we looking for in our own personal lives that we don't have? We're looking for an enrichment. We're looking for that feeling of abundance. A, we're enough. B, we're contributors. We are motivators. We are inspirers. We are illuminators. And it's how do we switch that light on? How do we yes. find something that is our vehicle or our instrument in order to learn how to play, to join the orchestra and become that beautiful symphony? How do we become that with that passion and become that light for other people? We've got to switch the light on in ourselves first. And it's there waiting for its dormant. Uh, for everybody mm. that stepped into what they're doing today, that's passion, was somewhere along the line, something they loved to do maybe as a child or earlier on, that they suppressed because they followed the shoulds. You should mm -hmm. do this. You should do that. And instead of you can do this, you can do that. Right. And no experience yeah. is wasted. Whatever you did before, you just take those skills and now apply it to the passion. We can't yes. see the passion if we're still in pain. So with that process of releasing the pain and allowing the passion to come in, that passion is what's going to ignite you, enrich you, and set you on that why path. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you, that's why I'm like, I'm so driven. If somebody has a calling, I don't want them to, to be scared because it, it is hard, if, even though to shine your light. It, it can be yes. really scary to sh shine your light. And there are so many dreams that people have that they push down because they're so scared of putting themselves out there. And I'm an introvert. And most mm. people don't realize that when they meet me, because I am, I'm, I'm very visible. I'm, you know, I'm here with you and you're shining your light. And I'm so grateful that you are, and you're putting this message out to people because I think more women mm. need to hear it more often because some, we can hear it once we can hear it twice, but sometimes we need to hear it 67 times. Yes. Right. And if you have a calling on your heart, Find someone, find mm. someone that's going to hold you accountable and be able to, to, to push you forward and support you in that journey. And that's not always our family. Unfortunately, oh, it's no, not no. always, it's not <laughs> yeah. always the people closest to us. Yeah. And it doesn't mean hiring a mentor. I'm not saying you have to do that. I think it's a great, I think it's an absolute must mm. at some point. Mm -hmm. um, and the sooner you do that, the more faster you're going to move yeah. forward. But that being said, if you're just dipping your toe in the water and, and it, then find a community. There's plenty yes. of online communities of, or local yes. communities of people that can support you in helping you shine your light. Because that's why my podcast is called Be She, mm -hmm. uh, Be Seen, Be Heard, Be Empowered. Because Sarah, when I started my business, I help, it, it stalled for so long because mm -hmm. of my fear of being seen. Yeah, I was so scared of being seen to the point where I was in a group coaching program and I was communicating with one of the members. She was crushing it. She was, mm -hmm. she was making so much money and I was just watching her in awe and she was doing the things. And I'm like, I can't do that. I can't like put my turn, go live. What's that? Like, I will die. I'll die. So she called me forward in a DM in the messenger. And she was like, I want to, I have a challenge for you. Will you accept it? And I said, sure. So thinking, how bad could this be, right? <laughs> right? So she goes, 
I, she, I, I never thought she'd come up with this. She goes, I want you to go live right now in the group. And it's a private group. So it's not like the whole world yeah. will see me. Right. But she, I thought the whole world, because that's how <laughs> yes. it felt. Yes. And she said, I want you to go live. And this is your, this is your topic, my breakdown to my breakthrough. And immediately, immediately my chest got tight. Mm. My throat closed. Mm. I started sweating. I started shaking and my stomach, I thought I was going to throw up, yeah. honestly. So she goes, I want to support you and I'm here to support you, but you need to do it now because I'm across the pond in England. So mm-hmm. if you don't do it, I need to go to bed. It's after midnight. Yeah. So I had no choice because I committed. She's like, yes. you committed. And I'm like, okay, I want to hold on to my word. So I started crying before I got, before <laughs> I hit the live button, I went live and I was bawling, Sarah. Like when I say bawling, my eyes were puffy. My th- mm. I looked like I was probably, I had the flu. Mm. And I was bawling, my eyes were puffy. I was hyperventilating and trying to get it out. And then I went, I got through it and I, I hit end and she got back in the DM. She goes, congratulations, I'm so proud of you. I have another challenge, will you accept it? And I said, <laughs> I was like, what? And I said, how bad could this be? How bad is it? I just did the worst thing I could ever do. And she said- I want you to go f- live five more times over the next five days. I said, good night. And I went to bed. <laughs> I went to bed. So I went to bed. Full on migraine was setting in. So I was like, I get to go to sleep. I went to bed. I woke up the next day and I woke up to so many comments inside mm. of that Facebook group thanking me for yeah. showing up vulnerably, thanking me for you know getting out of my comfort zone, inspiring them to not go live because they had a fear or inspiring yeah. them to do something that was scary for them that day. The coach inside of that program, one of the coaches did an impromptu training that day around my live stream and around vulnerability and the power of showing up vulnerable and being yourself and yeah. doing it scared, doing it yes. scared. Yes. And I share that because it is scary. Anytime yeah. we're stepping out of our comfort zone, but that's that's another way of finding out who we are. You asked that question in the beginning. How do we find out who we are? Mm. You, you, you find out by going through challenges. And yes. seeing how strong you really are. You find out who you are by stepping out of your comfort zone and doing the things that are scary anyway. Yeah. And you find out who you are for me by asking for support and not lo- lone wolfing it because I am a recovering perfectionist and I never wanted to see anybody see me as weak. I know. So asking yeah. <laughs> for help showed showed me as weak uh-huh. in my mind. Yes. But actually when you show up support, asking for support equals showing your strength. Yeah, because the and you're also allowing someone else like if I reached out to you, Sarah, for support or you needed support from me, I'm grateful that you asked me because now you're allowing me to serve you. And as humans, we want we want to share, we want to serve. It makes Mm -hmm. us feel good to do something for you. But if I offer help and you say no, then I'm like, it kind of it's like I feel if I say no to someone now, it's selfish. Yeah, meaning. I can say no with my yes, boundaries. boundaries. That's a yes, whole different yes, conversation, yes. right? Yeah. But when somebody wants to support me in some way, I used to say no because I didn't want to put them out or I didn't want to, yeah. like, I didn't want to seem weak. Now I'm like, yes, I receive because I'm allowing them to serve because it makes us feel good to help each other. Yeah. And, and everything you've just said, I completely relate to. Uh, people won't kind of get it because I do this all the time that I am an introvert. Uh, you know, I'm a, I prefer small groups. Um, if you if I'm at a party, I mean, I used to be gregarious, but it was to hide my introvertedness, right? You know, mm-hmm. kind of yes. become the, the clown in order to hide how scared you are amongst people. Um, and 
I was thrown into this in live shows when somebody said, I want you to join my network, my podcast network. And I didn't even know what a podcast was. And this is nearly 12 years ago now. And uh, the first day I pressed all the wrong buttons and I did all the wrong thing. And then, you know, doing live, anything can happen. And so, mm. but it was a real great training ground. I call it the soap opera training because they're thrown in, you've got a little rehearsal and camera, right? So um, no rehearsal with us. We're just straight into the camera. And I didn't know, you know, because we're brought up um, in human society, ready to be judged, ready to be persecuted. Mm. If we don't live up to somebody else's standard, we're going to be torn and courted. And that's kind of what we're brought up to be. And so many people do not blossom into the flower they should be because they're so scared to let someone down or to embarrass themselves or embarrass their family when really they're meant to be that flower. We're holding that flower back by these stupid expectations of what they should be. There is no perfection. There are perfect moments in our lives, perfect mm -hmm. moments that we cherish. And, oh, that was perfect. The taste of the moment, the feeling was perfect, but it cannot hold on to that perfection. And if it did, we would take it for granted. That's why we have perfect moments. So to hold this thing up that we've got to be perfect. And, you know, we see this in society with celebrities. We'll put them up on a pedestal. God help them if they become human. Right. right. They're the because first ones judged. Yeah. Look at what's happening with Taylor Swift and this whole football thing. Really? Really? I mean, come on. And don't get me started on that. <laughs> oh, no, this is this is just bitching for bitching sake and people getting on the bandwagon. This has got nothing to do with Taylor Swift. This has got everything to do with the people that are bitching. It is mm -hmm. their inner compass that's saying to them, you need to blossom. You need to be more. And they're hiding behind that judgment, that inner persecution, and they're reflecting it out. So mm -hmm. don't take things personally when someone is attacking you, right? And sometimes it can be mirroring how you feel about yourself. And sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, it's just they're going through something and they need to dump it, right? You can hear them, wish them well, but don't let them in. Don't let them come exactly. in and upset your equilibrium. We have no idea what we're capable of doing until we do it. And mm -hmm. every single thing I've done in my life, because I didn't finish school. I was a very sickly child, missed a great deal of schooling. And I wasn't educated to get into those jobs. But I was the first woman um, rep for mobile oil in South Africa, knew nothing about oil. I talked my way into the job, right? Um, I talked my way into a number of jobs and found out whether I liked it or didn't like it while I was doing, whether I was good at it or not good at it while I was doing it. What did I need to learn from it? And I realized I was a disruptor. I was there to mm -hmm. shake things up and show what was wrong and then move on. And I didn't realize mm -hmm. I was that until hindsight, you look back and you look at that pattern. It was to shake things up, which seems to be my pattern in life. The discovery of how courage, courageous we are, the discovery of our inner strength, the discovery of our abilities, the discovery of that passion that gets you up every day to do what you do, that discovery to make a difference in somebody else's life is the very nectar and the fuel that fuels us to move forward in life and to step into that and to find that 
and to let that light beacon out for someone else that's in the dark is truly a beautiful journey to have. Mm -hmm. And how spectacular that you said yes, even though you had no idea what you were doing to start a, to, to be on that journey of podcasting, right? 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. If you said no to that or gave up after your first day, you we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here right now. Nope. And you wouldn't be shining your light. shows, 10 and a half yeah, years exactly. of my own network. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't exactly. know I could so. do this. I, have, I do all the technical. I do wear all the hats. I didn't know yeah. I was capable of doing that. All right. Yes, I'm limited on certain things, but, you know, all the time that willing to learn in the capacity that you can learn or if you can delegate or invite other people to help you, because most people want to see you succeed. Those that don't. Yes. Are people that are having issues with their own life and they need to work that out. And if you can help them, you can help them. If they're not wanting your help, then they need to work it out. But most people with a human heart, with a divine soul, want to see you succeed. Exactly. The percentage of people that want you to succeed is much higher than the people who aren't cheering you on. And as I said earlier, sometimes it's not our closest to us, which is fine. They'll come on board later. Many times they're their own fear of you failing. They don't want yeah. you to be hurt because they love you. Yeah. So they don't, they want to protect you. So they're, they, they kind of want to hold you back so you don't get hurt. And that's okay. Right. That's the, that's, that, that's, that's their love shining through yeah. and that's how they show it. Um, but I love that you said that most people want to see you succeed because for me, I held myself back at the beginning too for fear of, oh, well, if I put myself out there and I go live and I let everybody know what I'm doing, yeah. then these this these family members will know, these people yeah. from my kids from my kids' yeah. school will know, these 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 moms are what, yeah. and they're gonna think, who the heck is she to be doing this? Right. And, you know, my own negative self talk. Oh, when it's societal chatter. That is right. what society and, chats at all the time that we take in. We absorb. Yes. Why? Why? Why do we absorb that negativity so much? <laughs> I think it's some, for many of us, it's our own personal journey we need to move through in order mm-hmm. to come get over that. But also like they're not thinking about us. No. They're not spending their day thinking about what I'm doing right. in, or not doing inside of my business or with my kids and my family. They have their own things that they're working through and they may show up perfectly on social because <laughs> they're only showing the good stuff. But behind the scenes, everybody is going through their own exactly. stuff at some point or the other. If you, when you, if, if you, you, hopefully you do, hopefully you have a calling on your heart. Find someone that can support you. Reach yes. out to Sarah. Reach out to me. Reach out to people who you know that are going to be cheering you on. Surround yourself with those cheerleaders. Yes. And yes. be willing to fail forward. If Sarah didn't do yes. what she did 12 years ago and mess up all the buttons, <laughs> one, she's going to be where she is now. And two, it's an amazing story. It's an inspiring story. And we don't have stories to share if we're not doing the things in stepping out of our comfort zone to create them. The thing and that's is, part of living our best life too. Exactly. That first time you did that talk and you bawled and, and you <laughs> let it all out, you gave permission for other people to be vulnerable. You showed the vulnerability. One of the greatest gifts we can give ourselves is our vulnerability. One of the most mm-hmm. honorable gifts you can give someone else in trust is our vulnerability. To be vulnerable is to show I am human. I am broken, but I'm flawsome. We take all those broken pieces and we put it back together with self-love. And now it is something so strong 
unbreakable like a beautiful bowl that you can fill with love and it will just cut runoff over because it's been put back together with love and it cannot be broken again we're flawsome from our flaws from our beautiful things that have happened to us that have caused those cracks and those breaks we put ourselves back together with love that our cup can't help but runoff over so beautiful I haven't had, you're, you're enlightening me, Sarah. I, I haven't heard flossom either. And if it's, if I have a lovely word, it's a lovely word. I want to use it. Oh no, no, please. I want this word to be out there because you know, who hasn't got a floor or two, a diamond that is worth more has a floor in it, mm. right? That's, you know, we yes. look at things that have that little something that's different and we do get broken apart, but that's kind of part of that atom, get broken apart to come back together. And what we bring back together are the pieces that are meant to come together. And you glue it with self-love. It's not going to break apart again, right? Mm-mm. Right. So that's the whole point of going through adversity and challenges in life is how do we put ourselves back together? In what way? How do we become awesomely flawsome and empowered and illuminating? It is because yes. we've taken all those broken pieces in our beautiful vulnerability and put ourselves back together. We know what is important now. And so everything that we share out, we share out with love. In order to grow, we need to have breakthroughs and we can't have break breakthroughs come through our breakdowns. Exactly. So we can't break through unless we're broken down. And as we're rebuilding, as you said, our breakthroughs happen and then we're able to get to the next, our next version of ourselves. And then we have a breakdown. Then we break through and reach our next version of ourselves. So it's a process. So now I've come to the point and I, I work with my clients on this all the time, no matter whether it's in your life or in your business, if you're in breakdown, we have two choices. We can either succumb to it and sit in it, or we can embrace it and say, thank you. Yes. I know I'm on the verge. I'm on, on the other side of this. And it could be five minutes. It could be five days, Mm -hmm. but on the other side of this is my breakthrough, which is getting me to my next step, which is amazing. And also don't think that every break down is a bottoming out, Mm -mm. right? It is just, um, it, it, I've, I've been going through this in this last couple of months. You know, I love Chinese New Year. I always call it the second chance at New Year. So if New Year didn't start off right, you get a second chance at, at uh, Chinese New Year, which is coming up um, the 11th of February. We always do these shows a week before. And it's the year of the dragon, which is authority and accomplishment. We're in the year of the eight, which is abundance. And there is also a, a, a cosmic atmosphere out there of change of things that are happening. So if you've been seeding, this is the time for, for harvest time. This is for times of the next elevation of whatever you're doing in your life. And it's exciting. So, you know, like what I've been going through, because I'm putting out an anthology. The 20th of February is an anthology ah. book of our Forgotten Children book, which is each person has contributed a chapter on what we need to change for our children and families so that they have that strength to grow up to be beautiful adults and not dysfunctional adults that go around shooting each other and feeling left behind and, you know, mm-hmm. becoming narcissists and things like that we're seeing evident right now. And, but I, I took this on myself <laughs> and wearing all the hats again and next being rather wobbly. And then 
just like a traffic jam, which happens in any business, you mm -hmm. go and plan, this is going to happen then, and this is going to happen then, and this is going to happen then. Well, this gets delayed. That gets delayed. The next thing you know, you're in a traffic jam. Everything mm -hmm. is happening at the same time. Right. And so you have to kind of put those balls up in the air. What's the immediate one I need to deal with? Okay. Okay. I know you're dropping. Just wait a moment. Let me finish with this one. I'll grab that one. Right. And there's no breathing time in between. And then you get through to the other end and oh, it's done. And, you know, you felt like you were losing your mind and you felt that everything was. Ah! And then you see what happens because of it. And then you've just realized you have broken through to another level. You've broken mm -hmm. through to an, uh, another level that you could look at that you never ever in a month of Sundays thought you could do. And that is right. just so triumphant, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. And you wouldn't have known that unless you no. decided to take this on that you've never done before. Exactly. So congratulations. I'm so excited for you. Any way I can support you in promoting this, let me know. And I will I will send yeah. you the link on, on, on Facebook <laughs> awesome. and please do because it's a fundraiser as well for organizations that are supporting families and children already. So all the proceeds get divided out to each author's uh, um, um, you know, organization. So it's an awareness, a careness and a fundraiser. So and an important thing, because, you know, I do think an awful the reason why marriages go wrong and, you know, why many things go wrong is because there's an injured child inside of us. You know, these expectations that we were brought up to be, uh, which are we cannot live up to because they're an illusion. Mm -hmm. And a child that's kind of left behind because they were not seen or heard or empowered. Right. Mm -hmm. All of those things that are so very important. And um, that is the the important thing about letting ourselves look at what's wrong and how can we be a part of putting it right we are in the era of woman woman is is blossoming woman is coming out into the world mm -hmm. right now she's stepping out into her beautiful flawsomeness her awesomeness she is becoming that solution that is so desperately needed in bringing calmness rationalization or organization back to the world and so mm. for any women going through anything right now in that transition and they're saying but I really would love to do this because I really think it's needed out there if you want to do this because you think there's a need for it out there please follow that path please mm. follow that path because you feel there's a need I guarantee you there's a need and we need someone like you that's going to address that need and empower the healing of it Absolutely. And step into responsibility because yes. you mentioned that, you know, when divorce happens, it's easy when a relationship breaks up or a break, there's a breakdown in, in business or whatever it is to, to share, to shed blame, right. To play the blame, blame game. Well, if this person did this differently or this person did this, so, you know, I, I did this at the end of the day, when there's two, there's two sides of that coin, right? So taking responsibility for wherever you are in your life yeah. and you're going, and by responsibility, I mean like owning it. Okay. I'm not in a position where I want to be right now. Yes. I, I I'm, I'm going through a divorce. Let's just yes. say that going through a divorce. Okay. I have a cho two choices. I can blame the other person and yeah. sit in this for longer, or I can take responsibility and go, okay, I had an equal part in this. Yeah. Now, what is my responsibility in going forward and how yeah. am I going to navigate my future now? And what's my next step? And you don't have to think about 10 years from now no. when you're in this moment, just think what's my next step. Cause sometimes those bait, when we're in it, when we're in something, just taking that baby step, but taking responsibility is empowering. Yes. It's, it's versus it's it's stepping into your power 
versus remaining a victim. And you have two choices and no matter what's going on, even in your business, if your yeah. business isn't where you want it to be, you have two choices. Are we going to play the blame game and play victim? Yeah, You can do that. That's, that's a choice, right? Everybody has a choice. You can do that, but it's going to keep you stalling or keep you stuck longer. Yeah. Or we can take responsibility and go, okay, I am here. I take, I own it. Now, what do I get to do? What's the next baby step I can take in order to get this ball rolling? It's taking control. Taking it's, you control. know, it's putting hands on the wheel. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Right? You're, you're now yes. in the driver's seat. You're not being driven anymore. Right? Exactly. You can, you can get out of the nagging. <laughs> it's yeah. now you in the driver's seat, right? Yes. Uh, you've got to navigate this path Absolutely. here. So the responsibilities mm-hmm. that you pay attention to where you are driving to and where and when and and but also it then becomes that control of like it is my choices now and to, to understand I guarantee you you will make some wrong choices along the way that's part mm-hmm. of your learning curve look at it as a lesson please don't beat yourself up over it right yeah. it is a learning curve it is something you've learned I tried that oh I shouldn't have done that that was a wrong move what have I learned from it how can I pivot and redirect know that you're going to pivot 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 many times be Absolutely. flexible yes and give yourself grace I, yes. I I I see so many people women especially and I'm I, I, I'm all about women in, in in their business and empowering them but I see so many so many words around balance and creating yes. this work life work life balance and I was on board with that until recently <laughs> I gave that theory up. I'm like, you know what? I'm try- I've been trying so long to strive for work-life balance and it just doesn't exist in my world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my work is going to take precedence and sometimes my life is going to take precedence and I get to navigate that. And so instead of trying to create work-life balance, I now, I now my goal, my aim is work-life grace. Yes. Give myself grace when I'm navigating that, 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 what is that called? That seesaw or yes. that, um, but that's the point with the seesaw. The seesaw isn't stagnant. It mm-hmm. isn't about this or that. It's about being right. able to go with the up and down within a flow that you can manage. And if you're Absolutely. in that rhythm of up and down and up and down in a beautiful flow, everything is manageable. When things become up or down, then the, the, you're off kilter, right? And Absolutely. it's all about getting back in. The balance isn't about one or the other. It is about the flow of the up and down and the rhythm. And it's trying to stay in that rhythm of manageability. But to know Mm -hmm. that if you have to step out of it, okay, do the cha-cha, whatever it is, get back into (laughs) it, right? Yes. But and let's you said, like, get grace, rid of that word grace. guilt with grace. Like yes. there's so much guilt. We hold on so yeah. much guilt with as women. Let's get rid of the word great guilt and replace yes. it with grace. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> How are you going to become flawsome? How are you going to know what works or doesn't work unless you try? Right now, if you do things with loving intent and not malice or greed or power hungry, but loving intent in the view to empower, you will never go far wrong. You may make some hiccups. You may take some side roads that are cul-de-sacs. There's even a reason for that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes coming to a dead stop is just pause for a moment, take a break, a break, reflect on where you are, where you've been, that will give you more clarity of where you need to go. Pauses, silence, stopping and reflecting is important in any aspect of our life, especially our business life. 
it's okay to say no. It's okay to say I'm time out. <laughs> exactly. And I just had this conversation with a client of mine last Thursday and she did, she needed to take, I'm like, take a step back. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Let's put you everything you have, you have things in motion. Nobody's going to even know you're taking a step back, mm-hmm. take a step back, regroup, give yourself some love, self care. Yes. This is your time. And she took those three days. And on Monday she came back reinvigorated and with creative juices flowing. Exactly. Taking a step back doesn't mean that you're a failure. No. doesn't mean that you are, you know, that you are weak. It means that sometimes we need to take that step back in order to take two to three to four step forward. And it's okay. I had an author on last week and, um, you know, he's saying there is no such thing as writer's block. He said, you go about your life doing whatever you're doing and the next chapter will come to you. It doesn't mean you have to sit there and write, 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 write. And if you've got the writer's block, oh, I've got the writer's block failure. No, it just means, okay, for that next chapter or that next phase of the story, Go and do life. Life will present what the next one is. And sometimes taking that step back or stepping aside or just going and doing something utterly different, mm-hmm. it turns on those switches for you to see what you need to see when you need to see it. Absolutely. And that was one thing that I did in my business at the beginning. I was I was go, go, going. Yeah. So I was doing, doing, doing. I was taking no time for me. I was taking no, I wasn't, there was no pauses. Mm. It was just two jobs, kids, to school, pick up school activities, and then working at night, trying to build business and then rinse and repeat every single day on that cycle. There was no time for me. So creativity, vulnerability and creativity, that wasn't happening because I didn't have time to be vulnerable. I I didn't even have time to cry. So really having, like, like you said, taking that step back sometimes, especially for women, you need to open up emotionally. We need to feel feeling is healing. So if we're not feeling, if we're not allowing those tears to flow, if you're going through something, it's okay. Um, we don't have to always be in that doers masculine mentality because yeah. when we're doing that, we're actually stalling our growth, especially in mm. our business versus allowing those, those moments to flow and those, that, those tears to flow that, that emotion to come through even laughter, laughter, yeah. whether it's oh, crying boy. or laughter, yes. if you're not laughing, if we're not crying, we're just in that go mode and there's zero creativity flowing. Vulnerability doesn't exist. We can't connect with our with our audience, right? If we're building a business, we can't connect because we have nothing to share with them. We're robotic. No clarity. No clarity no whatsoever. Clarity. None. Yes, I and love you know, that we, you talked about that. We've got to be engaged with self in order to bring engagement. You know, um, it doesn't matter what business you're in, whether you're in business or not, you are your business. So when people meet you, you are a reflection of everything you are and everything you do. You may wear different hats, I'm an accountant, I'm this, I'm that. That's your hat. That's what you do. But who you are is a representation of who you will be in every aspect, your business, your social life. Uh, Obviously, in your social life, a little more relaxed business, maybe a little more decorum. But at the same time, people want to know, if I meet you in the grocery store, if I meet you in the boardroom, are you the same person at the core? Because I'm buying you before I buy from you. And if you're not giving yourself time to be the authentic, beautiful, empowered you, then how can you serve anyone else? Absolutely. And this is, you said in business, also relationships, like you were sharing around Mm. society, like in your relationship, if your relationship isn't where you want it to be, take, take a step back and self-reflect. How am I showing up in this relationship? Because we can always play that blame game. 
And how am I showing up for that other person? Am I, sh- am I laughing? Am I yes. crying? Am I being emotional? Am I being engaging? Because how are they supposed to connect with me if I'm just going, going, doing, doing, and it's it's running that rat race every single day? So it's really, and I know for me and my marriage, one of the reasons that that ended is because it was it was just rinse and repeat every yes. day, right? And yeah. it was always just like this is these are our responsibilities. This is what we're doing, and there was we lost that connection. Because there was no emotion. There was no me being vulnerable and opening up and saying, hey, this is what I need from you. Vulnerability was definitely missing. You both lost your connection with self. Yes. And therefore also lost connection with selves. Right? Exactly. And that's the important thing. If we're not connected to self, what are we bringing to the relationship? Absolutely. Right? So disconnection. So, you know, um, I don't believe in failure unless you have sat down and given up and given in. I believe everything Mm -hmm. is a redirect or or a lesson and everything is an invitation. And what we look is for the inspiration that becomes that invitation to help us on our path of life. So we can be that inspiration for someone else. So somebody that's wanting to be an entrepreneur or has an idea or is in that situation, I have got to do something and I've got children at home or I've got someone I've got to look after. I don't want to go and work for the boss. I want to be my own boss. What are you offering them and how can they reach you? What's your procedure, please, love? Absolutely. I am. You can reach me at on my website. You can check that out. It's HeidiShock.com. I'm also all over social media. So Heidi Shock Coaching on Instagram. I'm Heidi Shock on Facebook. Also, I have a business page. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, but I have a program called for brand new beginners. I work with beginners. I also work with seasoned um, seasoned entrepreneurs, but we just launched this program and it's amazing because I wish I had this when I started. When I started, I joined a program and it was a good program, but I had to invest more money thousands mm-hmm. after to implement the strategies that they were teaching. Mm-hmm. And it took me out because I, I was literally like, just joining the program was over the top for me. Right. So yeah. now finding that out, it took me mentally out of the game. So we put together what's called business in a box. So if you're just getting started or you've been on this entrepreneurial road and you're not where you want to be, we we teach you exactly, we create what, we help you build one funnel, which means one signature virtual event that you can rinse and repeat easily over and over and over again to build your audience, show up as the authority and expert in your space and continuously enroll clients. Because if we're not enrolling clients into our business, we don't have a business. We have a hobby. Without revenue, we have a hobby. We don't want a hobby. We want a business. So we're going to teach you how to do that right away. We're also going to teach you how to mark. I have a money system. It's a five-step system, which stands for marketing. We're going to teach you exactly how to market to grow that audience and get clear on your messaging, master your messaging, get your signature irresistible offer out there. How are you filling the gap compared to the other people in your space so you can fill your program easily with ideal clients that are meeting that gap that you're filling? Your network, your network is your net worth. How to expand your network by getting on other people's stages. For example, your podcast is an other person's stage for me to be on. My podcast is another person's stage for you to be on. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do we grow your network so Mm -hmm. you can grow your audience by leveraging other people's audiences or stages? Then enrollment. Mm -hmm. Yes, enrollment. And it's a mutual reciprocal relationship. This Mm -hmm. is relational networking, not what can I get from you? It's it's symbiotic. 
And then um, the E stands for enrollment, how to easily enroll clients into your business consistently. So we're not feeling salesy as, Mm. as females, sometimes we we don't like to ask for money. It's scary, (laughs) uncomfortable. (laughs) So we make it super simple for you and non-salesy where it just flows and they're asking you how to work with you. Mm. And then the Y stands for you, because at the end of the day, like you said, Sarah, people are buying you, it's how you're showing up and it's your quirks. It's the things that you want to hide and put down. Like you want to, we want to stand out from the crowd, right? Mm. So how are we going to support you and getting you showing up, you show, helping you show up authentically so you can create that corner of the market that only you can, you, you have that sets you apart from the crowd and has people wanting to work with you consistently. Um, so that's our money system. It's called business in a box and, or it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's an amazing program and I'm really excited about it because it's specifically for new entrepreneurs. And we're also teaching, giving you all of our tech. So tech was very intimidating for me. So we're going to teach you how to build that email list, what platforms you can easily continue email marketing on. We're going to also give you a, show you how to build your opt-in funnel so you can get, grow that email list and also create those landing pages for your signature events. So you, you can have people coming and enrolling into your events. Um, and it's, you can go to businessinaboxacademy.com to go check that out. Excellent. And of course your site is Heidi Schleck. I'm going to spell that for people listening. H-E-I-D-I-S-C-H-A-L-K.com. And, yeah. and of course, uh, you've got the Cultivate the million ma- Millionaire Mindset, um, HeidiStruckCoaching.com, Summit Gift, which uh, you're gifting to everybody. And yes. you're on the Facebook, a couple of Facebooks, Instagrams, Freds, LinkedIn, TikTok, and the BeSheePodcast.com, BeSheePodcast.com. Go in and listen yes. to her own podcasts as well and keep on the illumination. Everybody starts somewhere. Right. Nobody gets over there and and they just went from beginning to end. It was the process that they kept building and building and building till they got there. And so it doesn't matter who you are. I'm just a housewife. No, no. You're a woman who already knows how to multitask. You're already in management. All right. You're already in sales. You're already in, in, in counseling. Just how do you transfer organization? The organization. You've just got mm-hmm. to transfer those skills, right? Mm-hmm. Into something you love to do. Because if your heart is not in it, I guarantee you will not succeed. Your heart has got to be in it because that is that is your generator that gets you up every day during the bad days, the good days. It is the generator that keeps you going. Your heart must be in it. So find something that switches you on right? That illuminates you and then you will become illuminating. Thank you so much, Heidi. This has been illuminating. Do come back again. There's obviously so much more to talk Uh, about. Thank you so much, Sarah. This has been such a joy and I learned so much for you. I I flossum. That was just... <laughs> it's a lovely word. I, I heard it I a love few it. years I love ago it. and I'm a big advocate for it because it really does, you know, show how awesome we can be because of mm-hmm. all the flaws and all the cracks and all the breaks, because that's what puts us back together again with love. Right. Self love is is going to be your currency in life. And it will get yes. you anywhere and everywhere. So that comes first, your self-love. So thank you so much, Heidi. And to everyone thank else you, out there, I don't care where you're starting from. I don't care how bumpy the ride is. Take it. Go with it. Find that something that switches you on. That's something that leads you forward. You can do it. I know you can. I know you can. Just believe you can. 
and you will find that path. But reach out to Heidi because she's got this very simple program that I wish had been around when I started, just to give you Me that too. template in which to build from and create your own style from. So until next time, folks, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. There are so many more for you here on selfdiscoverywisdom.com. Just go to the podcast tag at the top there and you will see all the many genres and all 3,000 shows ready for your listening. We are here to serve you, to help you on your journey of life. And we know that through inspiration, it begets invitation. We are supported by you, the listeners, and those that we interview. Anything that you can spare us in donation would be greatly accepted. And we do hope that you enjoy the next show.